you want to approach your birth feeling cool, calm and confident, then you are in the right place. Welcome to HypnoWhat. I'm your host Claire, a doula and hypnobirthing teacher from Edinburgh and I'm here to help you look forward to birth. So let's get going. Well hello, this is exciting. Welcome to episode one of the Hypno What podcast. I'm Claire and I run Birthing Parents Club. That's a hypnobirthing and doula support service based in Edinburgh. But I also do quite a lot of work online. And I just thought I would start off today by telling you a little bit about me. So I've got a lovely husband who is an amazing chef. He runs his own catering company, specialising in incredible bespoke weddings. And I'm also mother to our toddler tornado, Clementine, our little Valentine's Day baby. And I am happiest when I get the mornings all to myself before everyone wakes up, but also on the days when I'm the one that gets the longest lie. I'm also an irregular runner, a lockdown jigsaw queen and a very lazy gardener. I'm also a massive birth geek. So I first became interested in birth when I was pregnant. Um, One of my besties, shout out to Jen, she gave me a massive stack of books and she had two really positive births, including an amazing home birth. And she was just so excited for me to experience birth. And that role modelling was so important for me in preparing for birth. And it's something that I really try to give to everyone that I work with. Um, And that's the idea that birth itself can be something that you really look forward to, um, not just the arrival of baby. And also there are loads of people out there who are going to be excited for your baby to arrive. But I want to just be excited for you. So let this podcast be a place where you can come to be excited for the experience of birth. And part of the reason that I decided to start this podcast was actually as a way of making good quality, objective, non-judgmental birth education more accessible. Um, And I think there's only so much that you can take in from an Instagram post and that's where I share most of my free content. You can find me at Birthing Parents Club, really easy. Podcasts are also my favourite way of getting information myself. I always have one on in the background, whether that's pottering about the house, walking the dog, doing the nursery run, whatever. Chances are I will have Maisie Hill or Rongan Chatterjee in my ears. And now the introductions are out of the way, I guess we can get cracking on the focus for today, which is going to be debunking a lot of the myths around hypnobirthing and exploring what hypnobirthing actually is. So I want you to think about hypnobirthing as a toolkit for birth. It's a combination of different relaxation techniques and breath work alongside knowledge about the physiology of birth so that you can understand how your body works and how you can support it. And hypnobirthing also considers the role of your nervous system on birth exploring your body's instinctive stress responses and recognising that those can have an impact on birth. 
Increasingly as well, hypnobirthing courses will also discuss your options for different medical interventions. So that could be the process of induction, uh, but also your rights in birth as well. And that's something that I'm hugely passionate about. And in my opinion, a course which doesn't discuss these elements is doing you a huge disservice by ignoring their existence. Um, because there often is a need for intervention. And this leads me to the first myth about hypnobirthing, is that it's just breathing. Hopefully, that very brief introduction has opened your eyes to how much more a hypnobirthing course really is. Breathing is, albeit, a really important part, but in my course, we don't even begin to look at breathing until our third session. Um, So that's four hours before that where we're talking about a lot of things that aren't breathing. Uh, And breathing is, of course, fundamental to our existence. Our breathing patterns tell us a lot about how we're feeling in a moment. And by altering your breath, if you're stressed out, you can often regain control of your body and influence your body's reaction to that stress. And how how we breathe affects our mental state. It also improves our cardiovascular system. How we breathe can energise us or it can calm us. And we can also use breathing to release tension in our muscles. And all of those individual things can affect both the physical and the emotional experience of birth. There are two very distinct stages of labour. So there's the dilating stage where your muscles are working to open the cervix and then there's the pushing stage where your muscles are working to push baby down and out and in hypnobirthing what we do is we teach two very different breathing techniques to manage these two different stages and their very different sensations and yes these techniques are what hypnobirthing is renowned for and they're undoubtedly important but they're only one piece of the puzzle Understanding how your body works and how you can support yourself and knowing all of your options, those are all just as crucial in preparing for an experience that you can enjoy and feel positive about. And another, probably the most infuriating myth about hypnobirthing is that it's just for natural births or just for home births, and that is so wrong. Hypnobirthing can be beneficial for any kind of birth. Um, My goal in teaching hypnobirthing is to support my clients to have a birth that they look back on with a smile on their faces, that they feel positively about, that they have birth stories that they really enjoy sharing and reliving with friends, families, strangers on the bus, like There's no one way to have a positive birth. It doesn't need to be a home birth. It doesn't need to be drug-free. It doesn't even need to be a vaginal birth. There is no hypnobirthing prescription that says you need to birth in a specific way. And it's also very important to remember that hypnobirthing cannot guarantee you a specific birth. As much as birth is safe and straightforward for the majority of people it's also unpredictable and that's why I think that it's really important to have an understanding of birth that is much broader than just focusing on your ideal experience and what I aim to do is provide you with tools that 
are going to make the, mean that you're able to make the decisions that feel right for you and for your baby and your unique situation so that you can make decisions that you feel confident in and that you're also able to support yourself to stay calm and relaxed as much as possible. And why is it important to be relaxed? Well, there's a lot of focused, focus on this idea of being relaxed and calm in hypnobirthing. Um, the importance of fending off stress as much as possible, regardless of the situation that you're in. And the reason that this is important is because of the physical impact that the emotional feeling of stress can have on your body. And we talk about this as the mind-body connection. So when your body is experiencing stress, it has a physical reaction. You've probably heard of the fight-flight-freeze response. Well, I'll be diving into the science of our nervous systems, different activations in detail in another episode, but I'm just going to give you a brief rundown here. When your brain feels unsafe, it flicks an internal switch and all of a sudden your body goes from running optimally to switching on your sympathetic nervous system and that gets activated. Uh, My friend Sophie, another hypnobirthing teacher, she once described this as uh, as your inner scaredy cat and I just think that's the perfect analogy for it. So your inner scaredy cat, what it does is it floods your system with stress hormones and tells your body to do certain things like increase your breathing, up your heart rate, slow down non-essential operations. So that's like digesting your food, your reproductive system. And it also diverts blood flow to your major muscles. So that's your arms and legs in case you need to fight off danger or run away from it. And what it also does is it stops the production of a super important hormone for birth, which is oxytocin. Oxytocin is the hormone that's responsible for telling the muscles of your uterus to contract. So I'm sure you can see why that would massively impact on your birth. And these responses are, they have a place. They're life-saving and amazing. They are the reason that humans have been able to evolve and take over the planet in the way that we have so you know back in back in cave days if you were in labor and you saw a predator in the distance would you have wanted your labor to continue absolutely not that adrenaline spike uh that the fight or flight response comes with that shuts down that would shut down the process of labor incredibly useful give would give you an opportunity to get somewhere safe If we think about modern birth, that predator in the distance, that could well be your drive to hospital. And this is so common for people. It's very, very common for labour to stall between leaving home and arriving at the hospital. And the reason for this is that the change in environment can set off a stress response. So your subconscious doesn't realise that the move to the hospital is good, that you're moving to a safe split you're moving to a safe space to have baby your brain just thinks whoa what's happening where are we going um what I'm trying to highlight for you here is just how responsible our thoughts past and present are for how our body reacts to situations and feeling confident and informed ahead of birth goes such a long way 
to helping you counteract these responses so that you can try to ensure as that your physiology has the opportunity to work as it should. And if you haven't considered how the mind influences the body before, it can be a little bit tricky to get your head around. And a really good way to think about it is just to think about nightmares. Those are experiences that happen entirely in your head, but your body has a physical response to them. You know, you wake up with a pounding heart, you're sweating, your brain tells your body that the threat is real. So what can we do about this? Well, not being afraid of birth is a really good place to start. And that's really the, I would say that's at the core of hypnobirthing, to transform your mindset from negative to positive. Or if you already feel positively about birth, it's just to reinforce that belief in yourself, in your body and in birth. There is a quote that I absolutely love and I talk I talk about it in a lot of my classes um, from a coach called Gabrielle. Gabrielle Trainer, and she says beliefs are not set in stone or finite they can be acquired recognized and released they can be planted nurtured and strengthened and by doing so empower us to thrive and flourish and I just love that that is the core value of my hypnobirthing teaching I think what we want to do is really break work on breaking the cycle of negativity we want to let go of the belief that birth is inherently dangerous. We want to believe that birth can be safe and positive, that it can be a really powerful and exciting event. And that's whether that's a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. When we believe that we are safe, we are far more likely to enter birth feeling calm and in control, as well as being much more likely to feel positively about the experience afterwards. And so why does a negative experience or a negative mindset affect your birth experience? Well, we all have subconscious thoughts about birth, even if we have no first-hand experience of it. Our subconscious, that's the, like the, your brain's library, part of your brain that stores anything it thinks might be important for keeping you safe in the future. So your subconscious already has an idea about what birth is and Sadly, for the majority of people, this is that birth is dangerous and something to be afraid of. Think about it like this. Our brains have an idea about bears. In fact, hang on, let's say dinosaurs in case somebody listening out there has in fact met a bear. No, none of us have met a dinosaur. So you have no first-hand experience with dinosaurs, but your brain already thinks it knows what kind of experience meeting a dinosaur would be. And I'm going to give it a good guess here and say that your brain probably doesn't think it's going to be a good experience. Based on what we've seen in books and films, learned at school, heard from Janet down the road, our brains are going to think that meeting a dinosaur will be scary and dangerous. And when we encounter something that our subconscious doesn't like, it sets off that scaredy cat stress response in the body. And let's bring all this back to birth. So replace that dinosaur with childbirth. You've no first-hand experience of it, but your whole life people have talked about it like it's a really crap experience, really terrible. You see birth shown on TV as a medical event coordinated by doctors and 
You've probably heard family members compare the number of hours they were labouring. You see blue lights and emergencies. And it's no wonder that people aren't singing and dancing about birth. So how can we work on changing that mindset? We t- I love affirmations. We talk in detail about these in my course. And again, I'm going to do a future episode on them. Um, affirmations can be an amazing tool for changing your mindset. I also think that knowledge is really crucial. Understanding how your body and your baby were actually built for birth. I cannot understand why we don't learn more about the human reproductive system in school. Like, why do I know more about the biology of plants than about my own uterus? Like, why did I learn about plants in school? Um, something that continues to baffle me. But my my number one tool for telling your brain that birth is safe is stories. Stories are a really powerful tool on so many levels and with the power of Google, they're really easy to access. So when we hear a story, what it does is it tells our brain that that scenario is a possibility. And this is magnified when we have a connection to that person. So if your best friend is telling you a story, your brain thinks that that story is much more likely to be relevant to you or a possibility for you than if someone that you barely knew, a stranger at the bus stop, told you the exact same story. So the closer your connection to the person whose story you're listening to or reading, the more your brain thinks that that could be a possibility for you. So if you have friends with positive birth stories, have them talk to you about their births over and over and over again. But what it also means is that it's quite important to try and limit your exposure to other people's negative experiences. And this can be a really tricky one to avoid. Um, And it's not that you're trying to invalidate their experience or say it doesn't matter to you. It's just, it's really important to try and protect yourself, to try and safeguard your mindset. And I think a good way to approach this is that if someone wants to share their story with you and you either know it's negative or you're um, maybe not sure, why just suggest to them you'd really want to hear their story but you want to wait until you have your own one to share so that you can share the experience of telling the stories together maybe over a bottle of wine or over a coffee and a cake um birth stories are particularly powerful because what they do is that they give you an insight into the emotional experience of the person giving birth as well as the physical experience So they might talk you through their decision-making processes, which can be really good for um, seeing how someone decided what to do in a potentially stressful situation or in a complicated situation. Um, And it's also a really good idea to not just read stories about the kind of birth that you would like to have. It's really good to go through a variety of different experiences, like inductions, maybe look at home birth, transfers to hospital, planned or unplanned caesareans. And what reading all these different stories does is that it helps you to realise that there are so many routes to having a positive experience. It's all about how you feel 
and not really to do much to do with the actual course that your birth takes. I want to help you prepare for birth by learning how your amazing body is actually designed to give birth. I want to help you work on building a really positive mindset. We're going to go through different tools for coping with labour and decision making so that you can round off your pregnancy really looking forward to birth and feeling as informed and confident as possible. Because I I really want, want you to approach birth feeling powerful, regardless of whether you are birthing in the bath at home, squatting in the labour ward or having a belly birth in theatre. Those can all be amazing, empowering, positive experiences. Thank you so much for tuning into my very first episode. I hope that this has answered some of your questions about what what hypnobirthing is and who it's for. Episode two is already live. Um, I'm exploring the concept of the fear, tension, pain cycle, as well as sharing some more ideas about how you can begin to work on building a positive mindset around birth. I really hope that you'll join me next week for episode three, where we will be doing a deep dive into the hormones that make birth happen. Have a brilliant weekend and I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hypno What podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and you can find out more about what I'm up to by heading to birthingparentsclub.com. See you next time.